You're listening to the Morning Punchin' Show with RBNJ live and direct for more cities and an Instagram model's bio. Get ready for some boxing talk on the clock. Let's face it, you're not working and somebody's got to pay for the Wi-Fi. Everybody, this is RB and J. This is the Morning Punch and Show, the most unpredictable, honest, and authentic morning boxing talk show in the game. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2016. The lines will be open throughout the entire show today. We want you to call in, talk to us, speak your piece on Kovalev Ward, Lomachenko Walters, some really hot topics here. The call in number 718 508 9852. Press one so we can see you in the queue and pick you up. Or just call in to play some note or blow it and win some free stuff from the RagingBand.com store. Let me properly introduce my partner in crime, the creator and founder of BadCulture.net and contributor at BlackSportsOnline.com, Jay LaBeouf. What's good, Jay? Good morning, RB. Good morning, listeners. You know, in our intro, we say we come to you from more cities in an Instagram model's bio. Well, we have switched locations today. Today, I'm in Phoenix and RB is in Philly. You never know. We might be in Timbuktu doing next week's show. But we're on the other side of Kovalev War, and the online and the offline debate is continuing to rage. Whether or not you agree with the decision, it's pretty exciting to see so many people pumped up about boxing. So other than that, it's great to be back a week off because we were traveling after Kovalev War, and we're back with you again today, Arby. Yeah, and, you know, thank you, everyone, for supporting us out there when we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, just for tuning in to the show every morning, getting such great feedback and, and great comments. And you guys really keep us going. And, and next year we just got even bigger things planned for everyone. So thank you for tuning in. But let's punch in. Let's start with this weekend's fight. We had the highly anticipated lomachenko Walter fight. And it was quite underwhelming, Jay. Terrible. Just yeah. Terrible. So we were, we were all really pumped up for this matchup. We knew that Nicholas Walters had been inactive for almost a year, pretty much his own fault. He was offered the Lomachenko fight, I don't know, six, eight months ago, and I think he wanted a million dollars for the fight, and Top Rank said, well, you could sit there and wait. Uh, He was getting advice from the other side of the street, saying that he wasn't getting paid enough, so he sat there and iced out. He was being totally outclassed through the fight. He was super tentative. It was becoming close to a sparring session. And he literally quit at the end of the seventh round. And let me make this clear to everyone. He quit of embarrassment and sheer frustration. He was not taking a beating. He was getting stunned. You agree with me, Jay? Yeah, he he had enough of that work that Vasil Lomachenko was handing out to him that night. You know, what? what, what is to blame? What is the real blame, R.B.? Well, you know, this is the Hurt Business, Jay, and he knows that this is his profession. He chose to be a boxer. If you don't want to get hurt, if you don't want to take punishment, if you don't want to take punches, period, go play golf, go play tennis, okay? Um, He he could have went out swinging. He could have went out on his shield, anything, but he lost before the first bell. His body language said it all. He was real weak for that, and and I almost want to call him a thief. I feel like the Nevada State Commission should fine him uh, at least 10, 15% of his purse. He quit. Mm -hmm. He just, he didn't want any more. And, of course, right after the fight, he blamed inactivity. 
Ray yep. Ross, HBO kept me on hold. Top Rank didn't get me a fight. Blah, Terrible. Blah. After the fight, I watched a few interviews, and uh, Roy Jones said in the fighter meetings all week, everything was, the time off is not going to bother me. The time off is not going to bother me. And now he's complaining. He kept offering, Roy kept offering this number, 342 days. Walters has been off for 342 days, and Roy kept saying, I think that'll affect anyone, as I agree with him. But as you mentioned, he blames it to inactivity, blames everyone from top rank to HBO, mm-hmm. saying that he wants them to take him out of hibernation. How about he take himself out of hibernation and stop being so um, – bring the delusions of grandeur down just a hint or so. Does yeah, I wonder if the, yeah, I wonder if the little birdies who were cheap, chirping in his ear – Six months ago, eight months ago, telling him, don't fight Lomachenko for that money. You're being low-balled. I wonder if they're still willing to sign him and pay him top dollar now after seeing him quit on television. I don't think so. I don't think so. That really diminished his stock value. You would have done better getting knocked out because that's Lomachenko. And then you, Lomachenko's a killer. He kills everyone. And that would be more palpable. But I guess that wasn't in his agenda and so now we will see what happens to Nicholas Walters in the aftermath of him quitting on his stool. Yeah. Well, I think the folks over at HBO should block Walters' phone number. I think they should block <laughs> him on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I just think they should block him from their network a thousand percent. Bye, Walters. We bro- they broke up. Top ranks going to break up with you. So, Jay, let's talk about Lomachenko. We already we, we dumped on Walters enough. Let's talk about Lomachenko in the fight. He's really good. You know, he was playing yeah, chess yeah. in there. Nicholas Walters was playing like tic-tac-toe. I don't know what he was <laughs> playing, but he, he wasn't playing chess with Lomachenko. Lomachenko, he's know. special, high yes. tech. He's got really good footwork. He picks his shots. He's got really sassy speed. You know, just very fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. However, other fighters in boxing who we could say the same about, are called boring. Why isn't Lomachenko being called boring, Jay? I mean, think about this. Um, yeah. I you have Okay, so we look at Lomachenko, and let's look at the things that people celebrated him, that the tools that he used to celebrate, that he could step around, that he could move, he could pick his shots. Come on, people, call spade a spade. We know why you like Lomachenko. We know why you don't like other technical fighters like Rigondeau and 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 Ward and 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 Crawford and but you like uh, the same technical ability ability in Vasil Lomachenko. I don't know. I'm a just I'm just gonna put it out there. I have I I'm not I don't want to address the elephant in the room. Well, I will. That's fine. I'm going to pick this up here, and I will, because I see it all the time on social media that Andre Ward is boring, that Terrence Crawford, he's all right, nothing special, you know, even though nine times out of ten he's getting a stoppage or a knockout. Um, They say the same thing about Floyd Mayweather. He's too defensive. He's boring. Rigadell, he's boring. Well, you know what? Lomachenko is just as high-tech as those guys. He's a defensive fighter. He's very fundamentally sound. But all of a sudden, he's entertaining. He's entertaining. Hey, I like Lomachenko. I'm not trying to put him down. I'm saying let's be fair. Let's call it across the board. Let's be consistent. 
So I will address the elephant in the room. Let's do it. It's just, it's whack. It's really whack. The first seven rounds of that Nicholas Walters fight, yeah, it was nice. Lomachenko doing his thing. It's not like he got him out of there. It's not like he blew Walters, you know, through the ring. I I didn't think it was all that exciting or spectacular. I thought it was a freaking sparring session. It was completely, completely one-sided. Over round after round after round, he just stepped around him and punched. Just stepped around him and punched. But we see other fighters who do that same activity, but they're not being heralded in these social media streets like Basil Lomachenko. Yeah, I mean, look, I put it out there yesterday. A lot of people weren't too happy about my thoughts and everything. But, you know, I had quite a few people that did agree with me. So I don't think I'm way off base here. I say it all the time. Let's just be consistent. That's all. So, anyway, after the fight, they interviewed Lomachenko. He wants to fight Francisco Vargas next. I think we all want to see him fight Salido in a rematch. Isn't that probably the best fight for him? That is a great fight for him. I don't think they want to take that time to go back and go down that road for a possible loss because that was a good competitive fight. For his record and for his legacy, it would be a good fight for him, but... I don't know. I think they just have bigger aspirations of grandeur at this point. Hey, the guy got a title shot like his first time out. So I don't think they'll run that one back. The fans would love it, but I'm not optimistic about that one. It looks like Vargas is on the horizon. Indeed. So, hey, if anyone wants to call in to talk about Nicholas Walters, Lomachenko, right now is the time to press one. So if you're in the queue, uh, 718-508-9852, press one now if you'd like to sound off on Lomachenko Walters, or play some Know It or Blow It with us. So we'll give you a couple seconds here. Press one, dare to be great. You know, am I way off basis here talking about Lomachenko's style versus the style of other fighters who get bashed for their style? Am I off on this? I don't think you're off at all. But people just can't see when they're being inconsistent. As long as it fits their agenda, there are enough voices to agree with them then they're going to keep saying they're going to keep spouting the same thing but it raises a good point we want to hear from you listeners why is Lomachenko's technical ability being heralded whereas these other fighters that are being mentioned Rigando, Crawford, Ward, Mayweather why are they critiqued and considered to be boring let us know yeah okay well if nobody wants to uh we got debate, one. Debate me on that. Oh, we do. Bring them Let's on, Let's see Jay. what we got. All right. 313-908, you are live with RB&J. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hey, y'all. It's Prater Damon. How y'all doing? Good. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. You know what? This is why I love y'all so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> because y'all are just real. I mean, 100%. I mean... I remember, I can remember Harold Letterman going off on Rigido on the live telecast talking about how boring he is. Mm-hmm. But did we hear him say anything negative at all about Lomachenko? Nope. No. <laughs> Not that I recall. Not that I recall. So y'all are dead on right about that. Thank you. Well, it's is- amazing, and, and some people just don't want to see that. I mean, Andre Ward, let's be real, is probably one of the best technical fighters in the world. And he is bashed on every time he fights for being technical. And Lomachenko wasn't bashed on. That's right. 
Where are you calling so from? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm calling. I'm calling from Detroit. Detroit. So, so Why in Detroit, have- then with with the fight, since you are of the opinion that. It's pretty clear why Lomachenko doesn't get criticized. So, with the Ward fight last week against Kovalev, how did you how did you see the fight? I had Kovalev winning by three points. I mm. had um, four two first six rounds, and then I had them split three three in the second half of the fight. That was my scorecard. All right, all right. Uh, we're actually going to talk about Kovalev Ward next door in hot topics. While we have you on the line, would you like to play Know It or Blow It with us? Let's get it. All right, Jay. We're going to give him ten seconds on the clock. Yes, yes. We're going to play Know It or Blow It. Let's see if he knows this one. All right. Which boxer won a round without ever throwing a single punch? Who was the boxer who Willie won Pat. a round? That's right. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't even get a chance to get my medicine. We didn't even put the clock. <laughs> All right. Listen, you, you won yourself a shirt from RagingBabe.com. Make sure you visit the website. Make sure that the shirt is in your size and in stock. How do you follow us on Twitter or Facebook? Or how, how can you get a hold of us? Yeah, I follow y'all on Twitter. I'll be, I'll be, um, Tweeting y'all and y'all be hitting me back at times. Oh, okay, what's, oh. what's your Twitter name? Prather Damon. Pastor Damon. Prather. Prather Damon. Ah, oh, got you oh, right there. All right, all right. Well, hit us up, and I'll just need you to send me your address and which shirt you want and which size, and we'll get that right out to you. We're gonna put you back in the queue. Thank y'all. Y'all keep Thank up the so good much. work. Thank you. So much. All right. Ooh, sorry about that, Breaker Damon. Don't hang up. Stay in the queue and rock with us. I think we got somebody else in uh, the queue who wants to sound off. Let me pick them up. 773-410, you are on with RB&J. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hey, this is Bo from Chicago of Truth and Facts About Boxing. What's happening? How you ladies doing this? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I always comment and follow you guys. And today, I got a, I got a late start going to work, so I had a, I got a chance to actually call in and say something. Oh, oh what's great. Good? Say it with success. Uh, yes. <laughs> Appreciate that. Listen, uh, we talked about this before, me and a lot of my friends and in the rooms. Uh, there, there are other fighters, Andre Ward, Regal, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, there are other fighters who are as, as technical as uh, Lomachenko, and they don't necessarily get the same push or praise. And I said something yesterday, and a lot of people got mad at me. I said, how is it Lomachenko in his second fight? Uh, in his career, got a title shot. But you got Earl Spence, that everybody say he got to earn something to get a title shot. And they say, who is he for? But how does this guy get a title shot and not a guy like Earl Spence? So, I mean, we all know what it is, but I totally agree with you. I don't think you're off. It was a sparring session. And as far as the Nicholas Walters thing go, you know, the fight should have happened last year. I, I don't buy his excuse, but I definitely understand it because the same thing happened to Brandon Rios. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. fight for eight months after Big Navarro, and then he fought Timothy Bradley. And he went mm-hmm. eight whole months without fighting. So, this, and I, I don't like to bash promoters, but, you know, this is sort of a, a thing that we see through top rank. That, that happens sometimes when you kind of don't follow the line that they want you to follow, in my opinion. Yeah, I, you know, and I have, I have to talk about Earl Spence a little bit because I tweeted this the other day. His his year this year in 2016 consisted of Chris Algieri 
and Bundu. He only fought twice, mm-hmm. and it's not like he fought, you know, big names. And I don't think that's mm-hmm. enough for him as a young fighter. So if we're going to pick on top rank, we got to pick on Al Heyman, too. I mean, Earl Spence should have been way more active this year. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and he hasn't fought since August, and we don't know when he's going to fight again. No, I agree with that, but, now, but, here's, but here's one thing, though, I will say. The fight with Bundu only took place because it was IBF eliminator, and uh, Peterson, mm-hmm. Potomarev, uh, I think, like, uh, the first four or five contenders turned to fight down with him. And, you know, they, so they, they, they did turn to fight down, so Bundu was the only one that took the fight. But it's it just still, and I, I get what you're saying, and you have a very valid point, but it's still raising the eyebrow is how does a guy, without any second fight of his career, fight for a title? Yeah. And nobody was saying, well, what has he done to earn a title shot? But when it comes to Earl Spence, they always want to mm-hmm. say, well, what is he, who has he fought to earn a title shot? I'm like, if we, you know, it's like you said, it's got to be fair and consistent across the board. You know, yeah. take nothing away from Lomachenko's performance. It was an excellent performance. But like mm-hmm. you said, it was just, I think, I, I, matter of fact, I think it was Jay that tweeted, and it made me laugh, and I responded back. Jay tweeted saying, I'm not going to watch this no more. I'm going to watch something on HBO or whatever it was. And I, and I tweeted back. I said, come on now, we need your comments now. <laughs> and, but, but that's how you feel, though. That's, that's, that's just how you feel. And, and I totally understood that because that's what it felt like I was watching. But I, I, I want to say one more thing, and that is we need to stop, you know, boxing. We need to stop. You guys do a great job of being fair. I like the thing you said about how you behave in press row. You, mm-hmm. We need to stop. Uh, with the the the, the uh, with the the, the agenda driven stuff that happens on Ooh. mainstream media. This is why I love right. social media. I love social media because it's completely honest, whether you like it or not. But we need to stop that because uh, and I, when we go fought on the Cotto undercard, they bashed us for being bored. And then in the very next week, the very next week, the commentating was completely different. When it was Tyson Fury and Vladimir Klitschko, that was even worse. In that fight. Oh, and I said fight. that, and, and, and I knew going into this fight, I said, watch how much, and I said this on the podcast, I said, watch how much they fall in love with Lomachenko and his yep. technical experience. How does Andre mm-hmm. Ward not get credit? The fighter, it's not Andre Ward's fault how the judges scored it. It's, it's, that's not his fault. It's not a fighter's fault how the judges see it. It's like it's not Lomachenko's fault that walked his quiz. But right. we need to stop. We need to stop jumping on the guys who get in that ring and actually show us their true grit, old school grit that we love. We need to stop yep. jumping on them for what's out of their control when the decision is made. You know, mm-hmm. and and that needs to change about boxing. The the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. The reason why they thrive is because they don't allow the negativity of their sport to overcome the the, the whole purpose of the sport. Boxing does not have that, and boxing needs that. Okay. You're right. One hundred percent correct. You know what we saw in the media section was embarrassing, and I and Completely. I tweeted about this a little bit. But you know, MJ sat there, and we saw media members that were emotional, screaming, mm-hmm. high fiving. Yeah. I mean, they were losing their minds. I mean, it's okay to be a fan. Don't get credentialed that night. If if you right. have an emotional <laughs> attachment to a fighter. Be a fan that night, get a ticket, and sit in the stands. That's okay. That's right. what I've done it plenty of times. So um, it's just we need to get it together. And we, we really do. Yeah. A couple times I even said to some people, hey, sit down, calm down, you know, act right. Yeah. And who am I to be oh, I, I saw all your tweets, and they had me. All your tweets I was retweeting because they had me dying. I'm like, she's speaking <laughs> the absolute truth here. You know, I'm going to go to a fight because I know I can't remove myself as a fan. So I'm like, look, I'm not going to go. 
because I know if I go, I'm going to be talked about because I'm not going to remove myself as a fan. You know, I got too much invested in this, you know, and, and I totally agree with you all. And I just really feel like people need, like you all show, people need to learn the difference between criticism and hate. You're supposed right. to criticize mm-hmm. something you see that's not right in boxing. That's how fighters right. get better. I'm a former fighter myself. That's, that's why I came up with Truth and Fans About Boxing. You know, that's, we need that to make us better. But when, when you guys criticize something, you're not, just because you're criticizing Walters or you're, you're, you're critiquing what you saw in the fight, doesn't mean you're hating on Lomachenko. That's not what it means. Right. You know, and yeah, I absolutely. wish people would learn that difference. I wish they would learn that difference. Definitely. Well, yeah, we could definitely do a complete overhaul. We're going to put you back in the queue here so we could pick up a few more topics, but uh, keep listening in and uh, rocking with us this morning. Always. Thank you. All right, cool. All right. Well, you know what? Let's, fired let's up. Jump, yeah, let's jump right into our hot topics since we're fired up, which is Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev. So last Saturday, Andre Ward defeated Sergey Kovalev in a very, very close decision. The replay uh, was aired Saturday night, and you still see a mixture of scores out there from the fans, from the media, from the experts. So we were there last week in Las Vegas. It was a packed house. There was about 13,000 people at the T-Mobile Arena, mm-hmm. and it was a good crowd. Ward won a very, very close unanimous decision, and he took all of Kovalev's belts, the WBO, the WBA, and the IBF light heavyweight world titles, most of the people at ringside thought it went the wrong way. And let me just share with you um, some of the experts ringside that, that had it scored for Kovalev. It was Harold Letterman, Bernardo, Asuna, Chris Mannix, Albert Speed, Dan Raphael, Bad Left Hook, Steve Kim, Lance Pugmire, Ryan Sagalia, Eric Raskin from HBO, Boxing Monthly. I mean, there, there's so many you know, experts, quote-unquote, that had it scored for Kovalev. That mm-hmm. night, Jay, me and you both had the same score at the end of the fight. Right. And Going how, into and how the, did we score it? We scored it 114-113 for Ward. Mm-hmm. From the, the sentiment that I see online that the, decide, the, the real deciding factor for a lot of people were the 10th round. It was a very, very close fight. What I don't understand are the people who scored it exactly the same as people who ultimately saw for Ward and are essentially calling them incompetent. So how did we agree for the first half of the fight, but all of a sudden become incompetent during the second half of the fight? When I watched the fight, I watched it ringside. I scored it 114-113 for Ward. I did not watch the replay last night. I want to watch it alone with fresh eyes, without social media's influence. So I'll watch it when I return back home. But RB, uh, what about your experiences watching it last night, watching the replay? So at the end of the fight, I looked at you. I said, I think Ward pulled it off. I agreed with you 100%. He was banking a lot of the later rounds. I know it is much different when you're watching it in person than, you know, on TV. It was a highly competitive fight. It was the best fighting the best. There was drama. And look, there was a bunch of controversy after the fight. Kovalev Ward is what Mayweather Pacquiao should have been. These right. two guys fought in their prime. It was filled with oohs and ahs, and there was action and excitement and anticipation. It was a good fight. It needs to happen again. I watched the replay. I'm not a judge. I never want to be a judge. Thank God I'm not a judge, because when I watched it again on Saturday night, 
I scored round three even, and I went and I scored the tenth round for Kovalev, which had me now scoring it for Kovalev by a round. So my first set of eyes had it for Kovalev by one, and then the replay on Saturday night, I scored it for Kovalev. That tells me that they just need to run it back. I mean, it was that close. It was that close. Yeah, it was a close fight. Most people who watch the fight, no matter who they chose, still found it to be a close fight. So I'm not sure what the robbery screens are. There are people who scored it for Kovalev, but it was still a close fight. I saw a few outrageous scores, 117 to 111. No, no guy. And I've seen them for both fighters. And neither of them won that decisively. Come on now. Cool down. What what was really great about this fight is when – there was some moments where Ward was in the trenches early on and he really pulled out of that, those trenches with class and like a, like a real champion would early on in the fight, he was falling for Kovalev's faint. He got, you know, Kovalev put him on his ass in the second round. Ward wasn't really hurt. He didn't panic. He stayed, you know, real peaceful with it, tucked his chin, started working Kovalev's body pretty viciously, which slowed Kovalev up a little bit, you know, in the second half. It was a gusty performance by both guys. Ward coming off the canvas and fighting his ass off when he was in some serious trouble there was worth the price of watching the fight alone. And it now really in was. the it, it was. And it was as we talked about the leading up to fight night, we said it would be pretty a pretty cool fight if we saw an under adversity ward get up from the canvas and fight back. Maybe we should mm-hmm. start a RB&J psychic <laughs> service. We predicted that, too. Now in the aftermath of the fight, Ward is uh, close-lipped, as expected. Nothing real <laughs> to report there. But he did put a message out on, on on Instagram saying, to my supporters, don't don't misinterpret my silence right now. I'm taking time to rest, enjoy my family, as well as these new championships we just won. I hear the noise, but most things won't be dignified with a response because it's foolish and it doesn't make much sense. Other things will be addressed at the right time. I'm learning to be quick, to listen, and slow to speak. So when I speak, it means something. Well, I mean, that, that won't be an issue for him because he doesn't talk to the media that much. Following uh, the fight also, as we need to run it back. The fans definitely want to, be a re- want to see a rematch. Kathy Duva main events said immediately that they are going to exercise their rematch clause, but it looks like it may be a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, Lance Pugmire from the LA Times wrote an article in the aftermath of the fight, and they he mentioned that they want to exercise their immediate rematch. But James Prince is saying that, you know, maybe it might be not be that easy to arrange. He said to Pugmire, "All things are possible. Mm-hmm. We're going to soak in this one we have here now. We're never scared. You know what I mean? We know what it is. When the time and place comes, we'll start talking about it. We're driving the ship now." Kovalev team uh-huh. driven the first time. We're behind the wheel on this one. And uh, Kathy Duba also in the same article with Lance Pugmire said that she was quick to react to the claim about their control, reminding that the contract gives her significant control over the terms of the rematch with protective language that would discourage Ward from deviating from Chapter 2 of whatever the contract states. And also, if Ward, they are amenable toward wanting another fight before he does a rematch, but if he does, they have to approve the fighter and he has to pay Kovalev some step-aside money. Thank you. I was wondering what was the mess with all that. Uh, Last week, you know, Ward was saying a lot of words like lawyer, (laughs) manager, Mm -hmm. 
Nobody tells me what to do. And I thought, oh, no, it was a lot of yada, yada, yada. You know, we need to go back and renegotiate. You know, and so you heard Jay tell us, main events has made it very clear that there was a document signed. There is a contract that was signed, and it would make them the lead promoter again. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now all of a sudden they want to go back and switch things up. We did reach out to Nicole Duva yesterday. We really wanted to get her on the show to, for her to explain this to us. She's a lawyer, and uh, we wanted to know, you know, how, how can a fighter sign something and all of a sudden start, you know, wanting to renegotiate it or change it, and how does that really work? So they've been advised to stay mum and to keep it zipped for a while. So until their lawyers tell them it's okay to speak further on this, uh, but she did say she'd come on as, as soon as she can, you know, give Excellent. us more information. Yeah, so, but they, they are very clear in that they want to execute or they want to exercise the rematch clause. This morning, Jay, it was put out there that the pay-per-view did around 170,000 buys, which is kind of low. Ooh. I thought it would do a little bit better than that. I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be a real blockbuster 900,000 people buying the pay-per-view fight, but wow, that's a little lower than I thought. Hmm. That's too bad. Uh, well, I, you know, the undercard stuff. Yeah, it, oh gosh, it did. I think Clarissa Shields was probably the most exciting undercard fight, and it wasn't even on um, TV. With, Same thing what happened question. with Heather, Heather Hardy. You know, wake up, people. The, the women's fights aren't boring. They aren't lame. Heather That's Hardy, right. I felt, stole the show against Shelly Vincent on the Sense from right. card. And I think Clarissa Shields had the best undercard fight on Kovalev Ward. Without a question. Without question, she had the best fight. So 170 buys. Wow. We, me and you both project it way higher. I think we were thinking yeah. somewhere around, what, 250, 300? Exactly. Let's see. How much was the pay-per-view? Was fifty nine ninety five for high death? Let's yeah. do a little quick math here. So we did a hundred and seventy thousand buys times fifty nine ninety five yeah. is. How we doing this on calculation? Ten million one ninety one, and then Co- and then Ward got a guaranteed five million. So that's half of that. Well, no, and that wouldn't come right out of the pay-per-view. Rock Nation has their their deal with with um. With Ward, but anyway, I think when they do the rematch, I think that they need to bring some new ideas to the table and get really innovative with some marketing and just bring some fresh mm-hmm. things out because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who didn't buy it probably regret not buying it now because it was right. really a good fight and the rematch should be even bigger. I mean, it should be balls to the oh, wall. Oh, it should be amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be epic. I hope the sooner than the later. Yeah, so let, let's get back. Let's go back to the phone lines. If anybody All wants right. to press one, play know it or blow it, or maybe sound off on the Ward Kovalev fight. How'd you see it the first time? Did you see it the same or different during the replay on Saturday? Look at all these people. I see some 213, some 909. I see some 718 and 916 and 816. Press one, dare to be great. Let's talk about the fight. People were very, very animated and passionate about this fight. Share a little bit of it with us. We want to hear from you. RB, why don't we take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll see where we're at with the queue, and maybe we'll talk about some hot topics. Maybe, maybe. Okay. 
Are you looking for a website that has all the latest and upcoming boxing events plus unique and stylish boxing shirts and hoodies for men and women? Go check out RagingBabe.com. It's your one-stop shop for the most current boxing info and fresh boxing apparel for him and her. Shop online today at RagingBabe.com. Use the promo code RB20 at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase today. That's code RB20 or 20% off your entire purchase today. Only at RagingBabe.com. So join the movement and see why attitude and loyalty become passion and determination only at RagingBabe.com. Okay, hey. nobody's daring to be great. We got a switchboard lit up with people. That's okay. They just like hearing us talk, you know. But uh, anyway, if, if you do want to chat with us this morning, just press one. We'll we'll see your number light up, and we'll pick you up to talk more. But I'm gonna dish some word on the curb. I've been saving Ooh. some word on the curb for a couple weeks now, and I'm actually a little shocked that some of this hasn't been put out there already. If it has been put out there, I just haven't seen it, so I'm not trying to steal anybody else's breaking stories or anything like that. So anyway, some word on the curb here is that Bernard Hopkins is going to train with John David Jackson for his farewell fight in December. What happened between him and brother Nazim? I have no idea. Why is he not training with Nazim Richardson? I have no idea. I'm going to try to bring that information to you guys as soon as I can, but Apparently, John David Jackson is on his way to Philly and uh, going to be training Bernard the rest of his camp for the fight. Wow. That's really interesting. You go all the way, you get to the final hurrah, and a whole nother guy in your corner, that's, I don't know what to make mm-hmm. of that. I, honestly don't, I, hope it's not, it's, I hope it's not something like a falling apart and more of, I don't wish Brother Nassim to be sick or anything like that, but I right. hope it's not something bad i know, I know. well we, we know that bernard has a history of of some bad breakups and and i hope that's not the case but anyway jdb with b-hop for his last fight some other word on the curb a couple fights out there um that look to be really coming together i'm in philly girl cops flying around the streets and the everything um uh let's see caleb plant versus dominic wade what do you guys really? think about that? Hmm. Caleb Plant versus Dominic Wade. I kind of want to tweet it out there, but I want folks to listen to the show. So you guys yeah. put it out there and remember where you heard it from. That's right. Last bit of word on the curve I got is another fight that's in the making that is pretty much done. Jay Leon Love versus Andre Durrell. That's a very, very interesting clash of uh a fight there. That sounds like a house cleaning fight to me. Every time we see these Heyman fighters fight each other, it's like Heyman Island yep. and someone gets voted off. So is this a, is yeah. a, is this a house cleaning? Sink or swim. We actually spent some time with some PBC fighters last week. There was a lot we of did. PBC fighters in Vegas for Kovalev. Sure there was a sure lot was. of them out there. And a lot of them did say to me and to Jay that, 2017 is no joke. We were told that we got to fight, and that's all there is to it. We all mm-hmm. are going to have to fight. So I, I think the uh, the memo has been put out to PBC fighters that y'all will be fighting this year, and y'all will be fighting each other. Hey, somebody got to do it. Somebody's oh got to go. Money is getting tight. It's too many yep. fighters, not enough TV dates, and something's got to happen. The money train, the money trail is getting a little bit dry. Yeah. So Jay, why don't why don't you wrap it up for us with this weekend's 
fight schedule. Not too much going on, but there's there's some there's some fights worth watching. Yeah, something to keep your 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 palate dry as we close out the end of the year this weekend, Friday on Unamas, Gabriel Bracero versus Jose Ramirez. Also Friday from Philly, and you can watch GoFightLive.tv, where RB is. It's a fight she's working on. Tevin Farmer versus Darden Zunawai. Zunawai? Am I saying it correctly? Watch that fight. It's on GoFightLive.tv, and make sure you retweet. If you're in the Philly area, you can buy tickets. Shout out to Russell Peltz, and bam, it's a good fight. So (laughs) go out and support Philly, a Philly fight. And on Saturday, December 3rd on Sky Sports, Emmanuel Carte versus Gamo Yafai. And that's it for the weekend fight schedule, the popular fight schedule. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So I, I guess we could wrap this up unless anybody wants to chime in today. Um, our biggest hot topic was Andre Ward's, you know, Kovalev. We talked a little bit about Lomachenko Walters. Got you guys all caught up to speed. Anybody willing to press one, play some know it or blow it? I'm in a giving mood. I've been wanting to give stuff away. Today is Cyber Monday. If you visit RaisingDave.com and you use the coupon code CYBER, you get 30% off your entire purchase. Um, so make sure you check that out. All right. We got folks sitting, but nobody pressing. So I guess we will wrap uh, it up for the day. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We appreciate you guys for listening today. Thank you, Jay, for always being such an amazing co-host. Catch us every Monday morning from 8 to 9, morning punch show. It's a wrap. Bye.